This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1697. Surround yourself with good, and that's how you will feel. And overplanning kills magic, both by Katie Ping of moreofwhatmattersblog.com and your very own personal narrator, Justin Mollick, reading to you from some amazing blogs and books to help you optimize your life. Today's two posts come from Katie Ping, so let's get right to it as we optimize your life. Surround yourself with good, and that's how you will feel, by Katie Ping of moreofwhatmattersblog.com. There have been a few moments recently that I've just felt crummy. The magical thing about embarking on a journey of positivity and happiness and opening yourself up to the universe and following your dreams and allowing yourself to grow and just plain old blissing out on the joys of life is that I am not entirely free from the occasional not-so-good day, negative feeling, major disappointment, or impatient tendency. We are all humans, and humans experience a range of emotions. It's how we handle those emotions that sends us into a space of happiness or a space of emptiness. The most beautiful part about reflecting on your actions, reactions, and patterns of thinking is that you are aware of your triggers. You better understand what causes your emotional distress what you fear, and what that fear does to your thought process. I'm aware that my high expectations will hold me back from enjoying the little things, the big things, and the medium-sized things. Therefore, I practice letting go of expectations by staying present and accepting things for what they are. Sometimes this translates to, I accept that powdered laundry soap was used on the carpet to absorb odor instead of baking soda, and it's okay, and kind of smells amazing. I'm aware that sulking over a believed missed opportunity of perceived waste of time is not going to get me that opportunity or time back. Therefore, I practice focusing on the positives that can come from the experience. Keyword practice. All you can do is reflect and revise. Do, reflect, revise. Do, reflect, revise, and repeat. But I would be lying if I said my daily work toward that ultimate feeling of being at peace with however things go was due only to my thoughts and or actions. Because let's be honest, there are moments when I just want to dwell on the three things that went wrong rather than the 10 plus things that went right. I wanna say something sassy instead of holding onto my words to reevaluate a better approach. Yeah, I make a point to indulge in my passions, absorb thought-provoking articles, not TMZ, write words that are important to me, spend time with my thoughts, turn around a bad mood by diving into positive thoughts and encouraging myself to do better. But sometimes we just choose the wrong reaction. Or should I say, we let ourselves react in a way that does not serve us. The biggest factor when it comes to sustaining your happiness and staying accountable, the real influencers, the people you surround yourself with. The other day I came home, slumped down on the couch with a sigh and fell into a cloud of negativity. My dear husband listened to my complaints, including the fictional stories I had created about why things had gone the way they did. He listened, and when there was a moment of silence, he said, what are the good things that happened today? At first, I was irritated to hear him say this, irritated because I knew he was right. I knew from the moment I hit the couch that this was the path I should take. I should focus on the good. I was aware of it, but too stubborn to take it. Luckily, though, I didn't choose that path. I was guided to it. And something positive had happened, something very positive. That day, I'd reconnected with a friend in the form of an hour-long indulgence of life plans, lessons learned, and all of the happy-for-you, uplifting talk that is so important in friendships. 
We hadn't officially talked in, let's just say, far too long, like an embarrassingly huge length of time. That should have been my focus, the positive reconnecting with someone dear to me, the good feelings of jumping right back in where we left off, the joy we had for all of the good in each other's lives. So that's what I choose now. And in documenting this event through writing, I hope this experience serves as a reminder the next time I am faced with a deep, dark hole of negativity or the expansive, light-filled path of all things amazing. And I have another article from her coming right up, but first, thank you to ZipRecruiter. Hiring can be difficult, but if you're a company that's currently trying to hire, you face new difficulties from safely reopening your doors to finding the right person for a specialized role. Housing Wire could relate. They needed to hire an ambitious reporter to cover news stories on the US mortgage and housing markets. So they turned to ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter's smart matching technology finds people with the right experience for your job. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. And that's how Housing Wire found Alexandra Roja. Alexandra never imagined she could get a reporter job in the midst of COVID-19. Hiring was frozen, and the idea of looking for a job was discouraging. So she created a profile on ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter matched Alexandra to Housing Wire's reporter job because her degree and writing skills were a great fit for the role. Housing Wire received her application only four hours after they posted the job. After a few weeks later, Alexandra started her dream career. ZipRecruiter helped Alexandra find the right job, and they helped Housing Wire find the right person for their role fast. See how ZipRecruiter can help you hire? Try it now for free at ZipRecruiter.com old. That's ZipRecruiter.com old. Overplanning kills magic by Katie Ping of moreofwhatmattersblog.com. Our need for control stems from our desire for perfection. When we experience something, a vacation, a night out, a restaurant, we want it to be fulfilling. But in our aim for fulfillment, we end up getting in our own way, and we spend far too much time dwelling on how something might turn out. I have the tendency to write out elaborate plans for just about any trip, event, or gathering. It doesn't stop at a to-do list. When it's a trip, it's pouring over restaurant reviews in the hopes of finding a cute atmosphere, quirky menu, and off-the-charts reviews. I once created a spiral-bound notebook on restaurants in Maui for us to choose from for our week-long stay, but we had kicked fish tacos twice on that trip, so I'm likely to always defend that choice. Or perhaps it's obsessively reading hiking trail reviews to ensure you see the best views and pass the right amount of people and feel just the right amount of burn and exhaustion. On our honeymoon, I left the hiking plans up to Eric and we ended up hiking 11 miles in 105 degree heat in the desert, never passing a soul. I convinced myself at about mile seven that we were going to die out there. Somehow we didn't and it's become one of our best memories to date. But instead of focusing on how something might turn out, we should spend more time enjoying how it's unfolding before our eyes. Instead of camping out in the future, eyes clamped tightly together and fingers crossed, hoping for the experience we anticipated and counted on, we should just see what comes about. Instead of producing notebooks of food choices, we should highlight a few and work them into our plans. Instead of viewing endless images of scenic points during a hike, jot down the details, prepare responsibly, and let the views be a surprise. When you prepare for an experience, do you control so much that you miss what's right in front of you? 
Do you miss the company you're in because you're focused on where you're going next or what you're late for? I am working on allowing for magic to unfold in my experiences, which means less planning and more exploring, less reviews and more gambles. And sometimes, just sometimes, your fish tacos are going to suck and you're gonna survive anyway and it won't ruin your time unless you let it. You just listened to the post titled Surround Yourself with Good and That's How You'll Feel and Over Planning Kills Magic, both by Katie Ping of moreofwhatmattersblog.com. I'm gonna keep this ending nice and short for today. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you in tomorrow's show where your optimal life awaits.